Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 244 of the Mo Money Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Morehouse. Welcome back to my final episode of season 10 of the show. Uh, also, as I mentioned yesterday, we have surpassed five years of the Mo Money Podcast. And I know there's lots of you who have been listening since the beginning and Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you back to some of those uh, OG episodes. Oh, I kind of shudder. I'm like, wow, I really, it, I was really green. I really did not know what I was doing. And uh, I think I've, I've improved. I've, I've definitely um, honed my craft quite a bit since then. So thanks for uh, sticking along for the ride. Or if you're new to the show, Thanks for finding me. And uh, I've been getting a lot of uh, amazing messages uh, lately of people who've just discovered this podcast. And that makes me so happy because that's why I'm still around. And I'm not going to just like, oh, I think I've said everything. It's like, no, 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 because new people will discover it. And uh, hopefully this will, you know, all the interviews I do, all the shows that I do uh, will help uh, people listening in, in one way. And, you know, with in terms of, you know, improving their financial literacy or answering some questions that they didn't uh, understand and just overall help people because that is the whole point of this show. I just want to help people in my small little way in this world. And uh, not to, this has anything to do with anything, but today is my birthday. So that's that's something. What am I doing today? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I'm going to go to Dairy Queen and get myself an ice cream cake because yes, I'm turning 34, but yes, I also want an ice cream cake. So that's what I'm going to be doing. And otherwise, uh, we're still in the state of emergency here in Ontario. So I'm going to be just, you know, staying at home, maybe reading a book, try not to work as much you know, I mean, I'm sure if you're listening and you've had a birthday during this pandemic, you know, you know how it is. It kind of sucks. It is what it is. Um, but anyways, that's not what the episode is about. I just wanted to tell you because I, I mean, you know, I just want to tell somebody. <laughs> Someone's got to know it's my birthday, right? Um, I want to make this episode uh, not about me whatsoever. I want to address what's going on in the world with all of the protests with uh, Black Lives Matter and uh, kind of share where my stance is, which is obviously I support Black Lives Matter. Obviously, I support the protests. Obviously, I believe we need some change and we need to uplift and support uh, people of color and uh, we need to let their voices be heard. And so I want to um, not so much talk uh, again about me because it's this is not about me. This is so not about me. Um, as you know, a white woman, it's it's been everything's kind of about me, right? So that is not what this episode is about. I really want to uh, talk about how uh, we can help uh, the Black community, how we can help people of color uh, by kind of pointing to some amazing resources and also highlighting some amazing voices in the financial space, uh, both in Canada and the U.S. that I don't think get uh, enough attention, quite honestly. So that's what I want to focus on. Um, I also want to address, in case you do follow me on Instagram or well, I don't think I really talked about it on Instagram, but on my Twitter. Um, so I've had this show for five years um, and I I think throughout the five years, I have uh, mentioned a particular conference that I've been going to, I think for six years on off. I don't go every year, but I think I've gone to a total of four uh, of these uh, conferences. It is called FinCon. I'm not going to go in depth exactly about what the issue I have with, oh, maybe I will. I just don't want to get sued exactly. Um, essentially, and you can find this on it, you can do a, a deep dive, find out what's going on on my Twitter and then find some other Twitter threads to find out what's going on. But essentially, uh, it was kind of uh, come to light. Uh, some of the, the the values and actions and behaviors of the founder uh, certainly do not uh, match my own personal values and uh, what I think is okay. And uh, I've been talking to a lot of people in the community. A lot of people are very hurt 
hurt, angry. A lot of people are conflicted uh, because uh, a lot of us have benefited from going to this conference. I've personally benefited in that. I've uh, spoken three times at this conference. I didn't get paid, but I still spoke and got that exposure. And I also developed some amazing personal relationships. Like these are relationships, these are friendships that uh, I've had for for so long, for many, many years, even before I started going to that conference. These are friends that uh, I hold dear and um, I know we're going to be friends for a long time. And so I've personally benefited from going to this conference. And so uh, finding out uh, some things about how other people's experience, especially most especially the people of color who've gone to the conference and them not being treated uh, fairly um, and have, they have you know their own personal stories, I just could not uh, continue to support this conference and attend. I'm not going to be attending. I will never attend again. I don't quite honestly care if the founder does um, kind of fix the issues. Uh, you know, that's on him. That is, you know, his... Uh, his personal journey that he needs to go on. But at the end of the day, I need to make choices that are right for me and uh, that I, I only want to spend money and show my public support for organizations and people and events that I that align with my own personal values. Um, so that is kind of just a little thing on that. In case you stumbled upon my Twitter and you're like, what, what was that all about? That's kind of what it is about. So, uh, I'm probably never going to mention the conference again, uh, even though I know a lot of people, uh, that, you know, I will probably have on the show, uh, in the future. I've probably met them through this, um, kind of FinCon community. Um, but, uh, I just wanted to kind of sh- share that because if you also find yourself in a situation where you find, an organization, a company, an event, people that prior you did, you know, support by, you know, spending money with them or you had, a re- you know, some sort of relationship with them. And it's come to light that, you know, they <laughs> they don't support Black Lives Matter. They don't support um, uh, just, you know, human rights, like basic human rights that we all need to be heard and we really need to uh fix this systemic racism. Uh, and I'm a Canadian and I've been seeing a lot of crap online, quite honestly, saying, oh, we don't have a racism problem in Canada. Hi, open your eyes. Of course we do. Of course we do. Of course we do. Um, so that's just, I think we'll probably all um, have some hard choices to make. Um, but in my mind, this is not the time to just be like, mm, well, I'll, I'll see how things go. I'll see how things play out. No, no. This is the time to uh, really show where you stand and where you support. And especially when it comes to money, you need to vote with your dollars. You need to show where your values lie in terms of how you spend your money. And so that's one way I'm going to be doing it. Another way is, of course, I'm donating a you know, some money <laughs> to uh, organizations uh, that will help uh, the Black community. Uh, I'm going to share some of those resources with you uh, right now in case you are uh, wondering. Okay, so first, and I'm going to, uh, again, I'm going to talk about how you can support if you're Canadian, you want to support uh, Canadian organizations, uh, and also American organizations. Because um, I know I, I follow a lot of people on social media, a lot of other people in the personal finance space, they've been say- sharing some great resources, uh, but they're all American. And uh, again, we do have a racism issue in Canada. So I want to support Canadian organizations as much as I can. So I'm going to share some of those with you right now. So um, there are different chapters of Black Lives Matter in Canada. There's the Black Lives Matter Toronto. Uh, there's Black Lives Matter Vancouver. Um, even though Black Lives Matter did start in the U.S., there are chapters here in Canada. But uh, outside of uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and, and different chapters there are, there are 
a lot of other great black organizations that you can lend your uh, financial support or support in another way to. Uh, there's the Black Legal Action Center. This is based out of uh, Ontario. It's a nonprofit community legal clinic that provides free legal services for low or no income black residents of Ontario. Uh, there's Black in BC Community Support Fund for COVID-19. It's a fundraiser for a low barrier emergency micro grant program for black people in BC who are experiencing financial hardship due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, FYI, because I know I'm going to be sharing a lot of information. You, of course, can find all of this. I'm going to include all these resources in the show notes for this episode, jessicamorehouse.com slash 244. Also, what I'm currently um, sharing right now, this is a list that I found on a great Huffington Post.ca uh, article. So I'm just kind of sharing a few of these. Um, there is uh, the Naya Center for the Arts. It's, a Canada's, it's Canada's first Black art center committed to fostering and promoting Black identity and community in Toronto through art, which is awesome. Um, I'll just share a few more. There's a Black Space Winnipeg. It's a grassroots organization that looks to spread perspectives of Afrocentrism and pro-Black conversation. Black Space Winnipeg creates safe spaces for people of color through hosting community events, artist demonstrations, and workshops. Um, there's Black Liberation Collective, which is uh, throughout various universities. So the Black Liberation Collectives are an international movement of students challenging anti-Black racism in post-secondary institutions. Um, and it began in Canada at Ryerson and the University of Toronto in 2015, which is pretty cool. Uh, there's also the Black Health Alliance is a community-led charity looking to reduce the racial disparities in health, access, and care in Canada, focusing on the broad determinants of health, including racism. Um, And I'll just mention one more, Black Women in Motion. This is an organization based out of Toronto. It supports the advancement of Black women in Toronto through educational tools, economic opportunities, and cultural content. Moreover, there are a few uh, GoFundMe pages that you may want to look into to lend your financial support to. There is uh, one for the Toronto Protester Bail Fund. So this was a fundraiser uh, set up uh, basically in light of the recent uh, protest in Toronto. And they're looking to generate funding to release and support protesters who end up incarcerated. Basically, they don't want to... they want to be able to, if anyone wants to participate in these protests, and I'm sure there's going to be more protests here in Canada because this is not going away anytime soon. They want to make sure that if anyone uh, does get arrested, that they are not left without legal counsel or bail funds or any kind of financial support. So um, you can look into that. Moreover, there's also a GoFundMe for Justice for Regis. If you haven't already um, read this in the news, on May uh, 27th, uh, Regis Korczynski uh, packet. She tragically lost her life, and she was a resident basically of my neighborhood. Her, she lived just a few uh, blocks away from me, so it really kind of uh, hit home for me that this could happen to anybody. It can happen to anywhere. It can happen right in your own neighborhood. And um, of course, there's still an ongoing investigation of what exactly happened. But um, they're b- part of the big reason why there were the Toronto protests was because they wanted justice for Regis and they wanted uh, an actual real investigation into what happened. So things like this don't happen again. A young black uh, woman does not lose her life um, and because of uh, police involvement, basically. Um, so you can look on that. That is also on GoFundMe. There are also uh, a few um, amazing, like, uh, one of the Google Docs that people have shared that have a list of different resources they've shared in my Facebook group. So if you're not already in my Facebook group, please uh, join. You can just go to facebook.com slash groups slash money life balance to uh, get in there. But there's a couple um, things I, I posted. I started kind of the conversation by sharing this one link that my husband actually shared with me that he found from a friend. And it's uh, blacklivesmatters.com. 
card, but that's C-A-R-R-D.co. Um, and it's basically a link to a bunch of different links to different resources. So it uh, has um, resources for if you want to sign a petition, if you want to donate uh, funds, if you want to support the protesters specifically. Um, there's also um, sections for Canada or Australia specifically. There's a lot of great, great stuff on that link. Um, so definitely check that out again to <laughs> reiterate blacklivesmatters.carrd.co. Again, it links to so many great resources. For instance, it has a full list of, you know, if you want to support directly to the victims, uh, families, uh, it has all the links to, you know, the George Floyd Memorial Fund, um, Breonna Taylor Fund, uh, Jamie Johnson Fund. The list sadly goes on and on and on because there's a, quite a few victims. Um, and be, on that, if you want to support the protesters specifically, it also has uh, links to different bail funds and uh, protester in need funds. So definitely uh, take a look at all of that. Now, beyond giving financial support, and I also realize we are we're still in a pandemic, and a lot of us are still uh, feeling the uh, the crunch, the financial crunch, and a lot of us don't have the money uh, to donate uh, to a cause right now, but we still want to help in some way. So one way you can do that is by, again, amplifying, promoting, highlighting uh, people of color voices um, in any way you can. Now, I want to kind of hone in on the financial space, personal finance, because, you know, it is... Uh, it's very white. It's very white. Just doing a quick kind of Google search of like personal finance content creators, uh, you know, people of color in Canada. I know I, I did lots of variations of that Google. Honestly, I just had a bunch of different lists of like bloggers, content creators that were all pretty much white. And so I uh, reached out to my friend Sandile Shiwanza. Uh, I met her a number of years ago. I want to say maybe three years ago. Um, she came to one of my library events where I didn't know if anyone would come because it's, you know, live. If you've ever, <laughs> if you've ever spoken or been to one of those free library events, sometimes it's like packed and some. Times there's three people that show up, and she came because uh, I think she I think uh, she listened to my podcast or or followed me uh, on social media, and so she came and she was so lovely, and she said she wanted to start a side hustle and do something more in the personal finance space, and cut to now. She is a personal finance journalist and a financial wellness mentor. She writes all the time for lowestrates.ca, and she has an amazing, amazing Twitter and uh, Instagram feed. You can follow her at Zanos, so Z-A-Nos, like K-N-O-W-S, Zanos. Um, anyways, I emailed her. I'm like, hey, I do you have any recommenda recommendations or uh, a list of people of color in the financial space specific to Canada that you can share with me? And luckily she came through with a, an amazing list, which is just goes to show how there are people of color that are doing amazing things in the personal finance space in Canada. They're just not getting any attention because I couldn't freaking find them when doing some Google searches and searching on Twitter. So trying to rectify that now by uh, giving them some love and uh, sharing them so you can follow them as well. So in no particular order, here are some people that you may want to start following and uh, consuming their uh, content or getting financial help from. There is Cassandra Desant. Uh, I, I just started following her actually the other day uh, on Twitter. She is amazing. She's a financial wellness engineer. You can follow her on Twitter and Instagram. Cassandra Desant is how you, uh, I don't know if 
that's how you pronounce her last name. It's I always sometimes if I don't know how to pronounce things, I just pronounce it like kind of French, like descent, but I don't know. And it was it's K-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A. Last name is D-A-S-E-N-T. Descent. You know, anyways, you can also find her on her website, CassandraDesant.com. Again, I'm going to be listing all of these on the show notes, JessicaMorehouse.com. So it's 244. Um, there is Keisha Blair, who was recently on the podcast, and she uh, came out with a book recently called Holistic Wealth. She also just started her own YouTube channel. So uh, it's under her name, Keisha Blair. Um, so make sure to subscribe and start watching her, uh, you know, videos and also grab a copy of her book. Another blogger you should definitely check out, though, if you read a lot of personal finance blogs, you, you've probably already stumbled on his blog. I do all the time. He's always in the, like, he's always in my search rankings when I'm Googling anything about personal finance. Um, I'm talking about Enoch Omololu. Uh, he is the founder of Savvy New Canadians. You can find that at SavvyNewCanadians.com. He started his blog in November 2016, and he's just been killing it, creating so much, so much helpful uh, content. So make sure to check him out, SavvyNewCanadians.com. Uh, we've also got Vanessa Bowen. She's the founder of Mintworthy. You can find that at Mintworthy.co. She is a money and mindset coach, and you can also follow her on Instagram uh, at Mintworthy Co is where you can find her. We've also got Jackie Porter. She is a CFP, a financial advisor. You can find her at askjackie.ca and uh, she is on Twitter at askjackieporter and on Instagram, she's I am Jackie Porter and Jackie is J-A-C-K-I-E. I think that's the normal spelling of Jackie. I don't know why I said that. You'd probably figure that out yourself. And Porter is like you'd say it's Porter, P-O-R-T-E-R. Um, we've also got Nichelle Barley. She's the founder of Money Basics. You can find that at moneybasics.ca and she's a financial strategist and you can also follow her on Instagram at moneybasics. We've also got Nicole Simmons. She's a financial literacy advocate. Um, she's a wealth management advisor, insurance broker, and part owner of CPN Financial Services. You can follow her on Instagram at advisor on the go. And last but not least, we have Octavia Ramirez. She's the founder and CEO of Paper and Coin, which is a paper magazine and also an online magazine. There's a blog, there's money coaching service. They do webinars, they have digital resources. They have a bunch of financial content on there. You can follow her specifically on Twitter at Octavia Faith. You can also just go to paperandcoin.com to learn more. Um, and you can follow at Paper and Coin on Twitter and Instagram as well. Now, in terms of uh, the U.S., there are actually a ton of amazing people uh, based in the U.S. that are financial bloggers or speakers, YouTubers, content creators. Um, I found one really great resource that I will link in the show notes. It's from MyMoneyChronicles.com. There's a list of, was it 90 plus African-American personal finance bloggers and influencers? a lot. And I'm sure he's updating it all the time. Now I'm not going to list all 90 people on here because it would take me too long. So make sure to just check out the show notes. I'll have a link to the resource that I uh, mentioned that has the full list of them. But I just kind of want to give uh, some shout outs to a few um, that are maybe my particular favorites or, you know, you may want to check them out. Um, for instance, I've got my friend Michelle Jackson. She has been on the show before on, on the this podcast. Uh, her brand is Michelle is Money Hungry. She recently did a really great blog post on her website, michelleismoneyhungry.com. michelleismoneyhungry.com. Uh, it's a candid conversation about race in America. And I highly recommend that you uh, read. She also uh, did a podcast uh, for that specifically. So you can also listen to her. Um, I'd say definitely check that out. 
There's also his and her money, Talat and Ty McNeely. I've had them on the podcast as well. I love, I just love them. I just love these two. Uh, they have an amazing YouTube channel uh, and podcast. They're great speakers. I've seen them speak. Uh, they were just two of my favorite people, so make sure to check them out. Uh, Candace Latham, she was a friend that I made uh, a few years ago when I went to this event called Statement that um, my friend Stephanie O'Connell uh started uh, with uh, Emma Patty, um, which is such a great event all about uh, women, empowerment uh, in finance. We all kind of know each other through the financial scape. Uh, so she is a full-time entrepreneur um, and a designer, and she's wonderful. I really enjoy. She also has a YouTube channel. I follow her on Instagram, so you can find her, Candice Latham. She's amazing. Of course, I also have to mention that, you know, My Money Chronicles, who created uh, this amazing list, Jason Butler, he originally started his blog under the name uh, The Butler Journal, then changed it to My Money Chronicles. Um, and uh, I now follow him on Twitter. He's got some great stuff. So you can uh, find him at MyMoneyChronicles.com or follow him on uh, Twitter at Money underscore Chronicle. We've also got Patrice Washington. I remember seeing her speak before and she was incredible. Her uh, talk was so emotional about how she really turned her life around and, you know, just how personal finance has really impacted her and now how she wants to impact other people. She's a uh, very well-known uh, personal finance expert. She's been on a ton of major shows like the Steve Harvey show and Dr. Oz, and she has a ton of books. So uh, make sure to check her out, Patrice Washington. There's also someone I've been a huge fan of for years. I've seen her speak. She's uh, huge on uh, social media. She has a huge, huge audience. I'm talking about Tiffany, the budgetista Alish. She's an award-winning personal finance educator. You can find her at the budgetista. She's been on pretty much all the shows, <laughs> like all the major TV shows. Um, she is she's a powerhouse. She has books. She has a huge, uh, amazing, uh, thriving uh, online community where she helps people, uh, you know, empower themselves through personal finance. So definitely check her out. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter. And if you're looking for a few podcasts, these are two that I follow uh, quite a bit. Um, Journey to Launch. Uh, Jamila is the creator of this. Uh, it's a blog and a podcast. Her podcast is huge. It has a ton of listens. It's got, again, it's called Journey to Launch. Now, if you're looking for other podcasts, there's actually uh, some really great podcasts as uh, I've been a fan of for a long time. One uh, that I love, and it's it's huge now. It's gotten so popular. It's called Journey to Launch. Uh, Jamila Soufrant uh, created journeytolaunch.com, and it is a blog. It is also a very popular podcast, as I mentioned. So you can find that at journeytolaunch.com or just find the podcast uh, wherever you're listening. This podcast, it will be in that same directory. Another great and very popular podcast is called Popcorn Finance. It's by Chris Browning. And you can find more information about it on popcornfinance.com. I also uh, follow uh, Popcorn Finance on Instagram and really like it. Um, he is an analyst by day, podcaster by night. And not only does he have Popcorn Finance, he also has another podcast called This Is Awkward, uh, which is co-hosted by Allison Bakerly of Inspired Budget. So he's a busy podcaster if he's uh, doing two podcasts. So yeah, he's, he's amazing make sure to follow Chris. All right. So there's a ton of others. Of course, I'm going to tell you, just check 
the show notes, I will have all of them uh, list all these really great handy resources. And then you can start following them on social media, listening to their podcasts, reading their blogs, checking out their YouTube channels. And then you can do the next step, which is not only consume their content, but share their content with your friends, family, your own audience. So more people can know about these amazing uh, content creators, influencers, and experts out there who uh, are doing some amazing, amazing work. And for me, because, you know, unfortunately, I didn't know about all these amazing uh, people uh, of color who were doing such amazing stuff in the personal finance space. That is my own ignorance. Uh, I will completely put my hands up and say that. I'm going to do better as well with this podcast and do better in terms of making sure that I have a very uh, diverse uh, selection of guests. I do try my best because I am an ally. And so I am always very cognizant and, and I always try to think, like, I want to make sure it's not just too much men or too many women. I want to have a good balance. Uh, but I also need to do the same and make sure it's not just a bunch of white people because no, we need to hear various voices because everyone has such a different perspective, different background, and can add so much to the conversation when we're talking about money. So, so I am going to focus more on that for my next season. Um, of course, hit me up if you if I've mentioned some people. Um, you're like, yeah, 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 I knew those people. Have you thought about this person? If you know of any other uh, people in this space that I should get to know that I should have on this show, you let me know. You let me know. You DM me. You email me, Jessica at JessicaMorales.com. Let me know. Because again, I want to do um, what I can and to promote these voices and these stories and these amazing uh, people on my own platform, which uh, which I can do. So let me know. Uh, but I'm, of course, going to be spending the summer doing a ton of research and uh, uh, hitting up some uh, of these people that I mentioned on the show that haven't been on the, like that I mentioned on this episode, but haven't had on the show. I don't know why. Um, so uh, I'm excited for that coming up. And uh, I guess I'm going to probably start season 11 of this podcast. Oh, goodness. Maybe late August, maybe September. Really depends. Um, we'll have to see. I have no idea what is going to happen in the next few months. So it's very difficult. And I'm sure you understand, too, because you're living your life, too. It is so hard to plan for the future, even if it's just a few months away with everything going on, because it does kind of seem like the world is collapsing. Personally, because I am a optimistic person, I hope that what's going on right now is basically a tipping point and we will start to see some big changes. Personally, I know we still have a long way to go when it comes to um, the Me Too movement, but I feel like all that terrible stuff that happened I have seen some positive change. We still have a lot more to do, but we did see some positive change that came out of it, which is great. So I'm hoping this is the same thing. This is a tipping point and uh, progress uh, will happen. Big change will happen, but uh, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take <laughs> decades and generations, let's be honest. But uh, I'm hoping this is the the first real big thing that's going to make some big shifts in this world. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it as a, a positive, um, hopefully, but I know there's also a lot of people um, struggling and hurting, and this is a really difficult time. So I also want to be sensitive to that. Um, so yeah, so that is it for me, really. It's all I kind of wanted to share. I wanted to kind of share some resources and some amazing people that we can all, um, you know, start taking a look at what they're saying and their content and amplifying them because uh, they deserve it. And we need more diverse 
people in this space, especially when it comes to personal finance uh, specifically. As someone who is a woman, I've really appreciated that there are more people from different backgrounds uh, participating and starting blogs and starting podcasts and YouTube channels um, because it is, we want to be more inclusive. It's not fun just seeing the same type of people uh, creating the same type of content. There's space for everybody and uh, we need to support everybody. So uh, anyways, I hope (laughs) this uh, episode has been uh, helpful, informative, and although I'm going to be, you know, uh, taking a little bit of a a break from the podcast, uh, as I mentioned, in yesterday's episode, I'll probably pop back in and do a few other episodes, as especially just as things change with what's going on with uh, you know the whole Black Lives Matter movement and all the protests um, as the pandemic evolves. As things evolve in our world, I'll probably want to do an episode to kind of uh, talk about it, address it, and share some information that might be helpful. Uh, so it's not um, you know goodbye for several months. It's probably just like see you a little bit later. Just need a little bit of a break. Um, but, uh, to stay in touch, um, make sure to first get onto my email list, jessicamorehouse.com slash subscribe. Follow me on Twitter. It's J E S S I underscore Morehouse. You can also follow uh, the Mo Money Podcast specifically on Twitter at Mo Money Podcast. I don't think, I think I've sent out one tweet because I forgot I made the account. I'll be honest. Forgot I made it like several years ago. So I am going to be actually spending the summer to actually just um, tweet out um, past episodes. So, um, and, and, other information about the podcast. Um, I am also on Instagram at Jessica I Morehouse. And I also created an Instagram for the Mo Money Podcast specifically at Mo Money Podcast. So make sure to follow that. Um, and of course, I'm going to be uh, creating more um, content on my website, jessicamorehouse.com and more videos on my YouTube channel just under my name. Jessica Morehouse. Also, if you just want to listen to my episodes on YouTube, because I know a lot of other people do, I have a specific YouTube channel that has all of the episodes. I'm no longer going to be publishing um, Mo Money podcast episodes on my person or my like Jessica Morehouse YouTube channel. I'm just going to leave that just for straight up videos, uh, not uh, episodes. So I have a specific, if you just like Google Mo Money podcast and you do, you will find the specific uh, YouTube channel where it has all those podcasts. Okay, I think I think we're good. I think did we cover everything? I think we covered everything. So uh, again, I want to say thanks so much for listening to this. Uh, I'd say important episode. Um, thanks so much for supporting the Momony podcast, uh, especially all these five years. I really really appreciate it. I want you all to stay safe. I want you to all to um, really think about how can you make the world a better place. How can you? support the people we need to support people of color, especially during this time with either your, your actions, with your time, uh, with your, you know, social media, uh, to amplify or your dollars. Um, how, what can you do right now? Cause, uh, if we all do something, it will have a major, major impact, uh, on the world. So, um, I just want to kind of leave it there on hopefully a positive note. Thanks again for listening. I will, uh, check you back here later when i don't know i'm sure i'll see you soon during the summer but uh, until then have a good uh, rest of your day rest of the week rest of the summer this podcast is distributed by the women in media podcast network find out more at womeninmedia.network